Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Thursday, August 19th. Hey, just want to remind you before we get started this morning, different ways that you can catch up with us here at Statler Financial. Our website, statlerfinancial.com. Uh, you can connect with us on Facebook at Statler Financial Services. Um, you can also uh, listen to us on the weekends on uh, News Talk 730 AM. So, hey, I hope you'll catch up with us more often than not as we get ready to talk about what happened yesterday and what it looking like today, folks. And I got to tell you, it's a lot of red ink as we get ready to head into the end of this week. Stay with us. And Dave is up next. But before that, remember, there's only one thing any of us can control. We can't control the government. We can't control the markets, but we can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. So give us a call at 863-382-0037. 05.7 FM. Shawnee is there. Morning Dave is here. Uh, get rid of that fakey accent there. It's 20 before 9. I said it's 20 before 9. There. Hal's misbehaving this morning. Time to check in on your money and see what's going on on Wall Street. Downtown we go to check in with Statler Financial Services, very own Philip Statler. Philip, what's going on on Wall Street? We lost our shirt yesterday. We did, Dave. We did. So um, it, it was not a good day yesterday, and today doesn't look uh, any brighter at all as we look at the futures this morning. And, and here's the deal. You know, we talked yesterday about the uh, Federal Reserve minutes coming out, mm -hmm. and we alluded a little bit to possible tapering early than expected. Tapering and uh, uh, cutting back on the loose money policy from the Federal Reserve. That's right. I mean, we're not going to go out and buy as much stuff as we used to buy in the marketplace uh, in terms of bonds. And so that's what happened yesterday. The minutes indicated that we would start, the Fed would start tapering their buying in December. And that's a lot sooner than anybody thought. And it's exactly the opposite of what Chairman Paulson's been saying now for the last six months. Don't worry about it. We're watching the economy. We're not going to do anything. Oh, wait a minute. We are. You know, and that's the thing, um, Paulson, you know, he's the spokesman and the chairman, but he only gets one vote, just like everybody else. And so that's, I think, what you're seeing there is the other Fed governors are in some disagreement there on what needs to be done next. Yeah, it does seem to look that way. And yes, that was the cause of the uh, plummeting we took yesterday, because at 2 p.m., kind of like we were predicting, there was an earthquake on the charts, up, down, up, down, up, down, and then down, down, down. And the Dow lost 382 points yesterday. S&P was down by almost 48. NASDAQ was down by 130. They're not happy with the notion of tightening up the money supply, are they? No, they're, they're really not. And so I think they were hoping for some loose money policy um, through next year, um, which I think was optimistically thinking anyway. But <clears throat> that's what they were hoping for, not what they're going to get uh, as tapering starts to take effect. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to raise interest rates. I, I still don't see that happening for a little while down the road, Dave. 
Well, that's a good thing at the very least for the sake of the interest-sensitive stocks like on the NASDAQ. Adding to the agony, and uh, the whole bunch of analysts, including Bank of America, coming out early and saying they expect this quarter's gross domestic product based upon the retail sales figures, the producer prices, and all the rest, it's tracking downward. The original thought was that we were going to grow by like 7.5% this quarter. It's way early on. But one of the analysts from Bank of America said they're revising their expectation for growth this quarter down to only 4.5%, which is kind of earthquake intent on the stock market, i got to believe. i got to think so, Dave. If that is truly what they think and that's what happens, that means that we're actually going backwards. We will have lost ground this quarter, and that's definitely not a good sign. Absolutely not. Uh, we Basically, it was a bad time for the Fed to start talking about tightening up the money supply, given the fact that things are acting screwy enough as they are. i uh, got to give up one, get one bit of good news at the very least. Our usual Thursday release from the federal government, first-time unemployment claims, actually, number one, better than expected, and it's close to a pandemic low, 348,000 first-time jobless claims last week. Uh, doesn't help the markets any this morning because we got so much else going on. But at the very least, we can give that as good news this morning. Well, that's right. And it is a pandemic low, that 348,000. Um, and, and so that was good news uh, on, the, on the job front. Uh, continuing claims actually dropped also. Uh, and they revised, uh, however, they did revise the, the last week's up by a little bit. So um, they're down a little bit over what they were last week. Yeah, the continuing claims were pretty close to being on target. 2.82 million. One of my sources had 2.8 expected. So that's at least within the range of what was expected. Uh, looking at the futures, nothing's going to improve investor humor today, but maybe some retailers could. I understand that one of the uh, uh, problem children of the publicly traded retail stocks actually did well. How did Macy's come out? You know, Macy's had an impressive quarter, Dave. Um, they uh, they beat by 19 cents. Uh, I'm sorry, they they came in well above the 19 cents. They were expected to make 19 cents a share. They made a dollar 29, blew it out of the water. Revenue was above forecast, um, and and better than expected. Same store sales comparison also. So so good news for Mason. They also did a couple other things that are kind of in their favor. They raised their annual sales forecast. They announced another uh, share buyback program, and to add some icing to the cake, they reinstated their, their dividend. So, That's kind uh, of a for improving a stock price, isn't it? It really is. They're trading up almost 8% this morning uh, as we get ready to go. Uh, still not close to their 52-week high, but still, uh, I mean, it's, a, it's an $18, $19 stock up $1.36 right now. So <clears throat> good news for them. And, and we like it when we see retail doing well. Well, especially um, one, of big, one of the big retailers that we were almost playing a funeral dirge on about a year ago. That's right. They have they have done a great job of reinventing themselves. I read an article that they're actually going to put in for Christmas time. At least they're adding 400 Toys R Us stores into their Macy's stores. So uh, that's going to build traffic also, which is a good news for them too. Absolutely we, was. We have uh, a lot of retailers today, Dave. We got Kohl's reported. Um, mm -hmm. They uh, they beat uh, both uh, uh, top and bottom line as well. Uh, they came in more than double the expected. They came in two dollars and forty eight cents a share. 
they uh, they did start off the morning down, but they have reversed that, and they are up almost four percent this morning. Wow! Yeah. What? what how come we have a whole pile of other ones too? Petco, I understand, reported, and the uh, the critters are eating well. I gather they they are. Petco beat by five cents a share, not not near as well as Coles and Macy's did, but but still, uh, they came in at twenty five cents a share. Revenue was ahead of forecast. They also raised their full year earnings and revenue guidance. However, they're not as fortunate as the other two. They're trading down about 2.6% this morning. Almost, they're really getting close to their 52-week low. I don't know why. I, I don't either, but uh, something's in there they didn't <laughs> like. <laughs> Maybe it's because everybody's in foul humor when we get to the futures. We'll probably explain that in a hurry, won't we? No, that's right. Hey, we had Tapestry Report. That's the uh, holding company for Kate Spade and Coach. Um, they beat by five cents a share. Um, they're opening more and more of their stores, reinstated their dividend also, uh, but they're not uh, not as quite as lucky as some of the others. They're trading down about 1% this morning. We have the likes of BJ's Wholesale Club. They beat on top and bottom lines as well. Um, 17 cents above estimates, unexpected growth in same-store sales. That's always a good sign when you beat in that area. They are trading up about seven-tenths of a percent. And unexpected talk, growth is always a fun term to find. It is, isn't it? So let's uh, let's talk just a minute about Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm, I'm sorry, wrong. Bed and Bath. Ba there you go. Bath & Body. I'll get it right in a minute. Um, you know, that was the company that included Victoria's Secrets for a while, and they spun off Victoria's Secrets Secret separately. Um, and so they reported today, and uh, and they beat the street in both uh, uh, earnings and and uh, and revenue. And and so they uh, they're trading up almost as well as Macy's today, Dave, up four point six percent. I got them right up toward the top of my big winner list this morning. Kind of makes me wonder where all those declining retail sales figures are because the publicly traded companies ain't doing half that, are they? Well, here's one of them for you. So uh, Victoria's Secrets got spun off, right? Um, yeah. They they did not do as well as expected. Their quarterly sales fell short of expectations. Um, now, they did see an improvement in their profit margins, and they kept their inventories tight, which that, that helped. They, they ran fewer promotions, but, uh, dude, they are getting killed this morning. They're down 9%. Well, they just have to bring back the fashion show. That's all. <laughs> all right, so that's been a lot of retail. I'm going to close out with NVIDIA, NVIDIA, however you want to say it, and that's the chip maker. Uh, they came in three cents ahead of estimates, a revenue top forecast as well. Um, and so they really had a good good quarter. Uh, they're predicting better than expected revenue in this quarter. They're trading up about 1.1% this morning. All right. After all that good news, I got to give the bad news. It was borderline bloodbath yesterday on the markets on the blue chips. Dow was down by almost 1.1%. Standard & Poor's was down by almost 1%. NASDAQ was only down by nine-tenths of a percent yesterday, and it looks like it's going to keep bleeding this morning. 45 minutes early. What are we looking at, Philip? Dave, it is bleeding. It is bleeding across the board. We've got the Dow down almost 1%. We've got the S&P 500 down a little over eight-tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq down almost seven-tenths seven of a percent. Sorry. Um, the Russell 2000 
man, it is getting clobbered this morning. It's down 1.7%. And the VIX, which would you would expect it to be up, it's up almost 5% this morning, Dave, as we, yeah. uh, as we roll into the morning open. So let's look at the commodities. It's, it's a little bit of a mixed bag. We got silver uh, going the opposite direction as gold. So silver's down three-tenths of a percent. Gold is up three-tenths of a percent. Uh, not sure why the disparity there. Um, crude oil, though, is a blessing today. It's the lowest. I think we've seen it for a while. It's down 3.25% to $63.09 a barrel, Dave. Meaning my uh, gas up next week might be a little bit cheaper than it was this week. But once again, we keep saying that's primarily demand expectations going down, which isn't the reason you want to see oil go down either. You're, you're absolutely right, David. It is the wrong reason, but it still feels good when you fill up. Uh, that's absolutely true. I got all red ink on the Asian rim. We had some really big losses, largely based upon our news from yesterday. Hong Kong, as a matter of fact, down over 2% yesterday at the close. Europe, between 1% and 2% down across the board on their exchanges for the same reasons that Asia was off this morning at 6 a.m. It's one of those times where risk is really something somebody getting close to retirement ought to be looking at carefully, Philip. How do I get a hold of you in order to find out where it is in my retirement portfolio? They folks can give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule their financial x-ray. Catch our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here again tomorrow morning, hopefully with news that we did a turnaround today, but I don't really see anything indicating we're going to get it, do you? I don't see anything in the cards for that. <laughs> we can always hope. Philip, thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow, all right? All right, have a great day. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week is going well. If I can help in any way, that's what we hear. Our mission is to help folks retire and have the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 if we can be of any help. Take care. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Bye now.